0: Hey, I know you're like, oh my God, what podcast I'm listening to? It's still Kadma. Um, So let's talk about Black Widow. I um, thought it was pretty interesting and I enjoyed the film. So let's get started on this review. Well, the film opens up in Ohio with a young mother, Melina, played by Rachel Weiss. I apologize if I butchered the name, but it is not a Cadma show if I have not butchered up her name. The two young daughters, Natasha Romanoff, is actually played by the young actress Evergabo Anderson and the young Yelena is played by Violet McGraw basically we get an idea of what their family life is like how things seem relatively calm the mom seems to be enjoying herself Uh, the sister hurts herself you can see that there's a close bond between the sisters and then daddy arrives right which is David Harbour he brings news to the mom like hey we basically got an hour to get out of here uh let's go and um they start to like grab their things but not really grab the things because I thought it was kind of weird that if they're going to introduce this concept nobody had a bug out bag like just in case they throw their kids into the car they're running out we end up learning relatively quickly obviously if you had never seen any other film you would learn that david harbour is actually the red guardian the girls are freaking out they're jumping into a plane they don't know what's going on their mom's driving the plane and the father's like shooting at the police the police are at the airport the kids are like oh my god, like they are freaking out and with good reason um And what ends up happening is that one of the cops ends up shooting the mom uh now natasha as a young young girl has to now take over the the plane uh while her father's running to catch the plane because they're afraid he's going to get left behind um and then you know the airplane is like veering off like i mean there's all kinds of things that's just happening all within like the first 10 minutes and like the worst 10 minutes or 30 minutes for a child's life right um as soon as they land they land in cuba and then melina is actually uh rushed off to the medics and the father, who's actually the Red Guardian, he makes he's making a promise to his daughters that everything's going to be fine. Like, baby, stop praying, stop praying. Um, at this moment, Natasha realizes that her family is being separated and now they're going to separate her from her sister. And she grabs uh, the gun of a soldier and threatens to kill everyone and anyone touches her sister because she's only six years old. Now, uh, now the audience is sort of greeted with this dark introduction of human trafficking to gain perspective of how Natasha Romanoff has actually grown up. Um, and what others have experienced by the request of General Draykov. Um, You see that they are doing their training. You see that the sisters are separated. And now we understand that years have gone by. Right. Um, and we see that Natasha. Um, she's 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 in a moment. She's really keeps flashing back over to a bombing that her and Hawkeye had planned uh, in order to kill Dracov. Um, at his office in Budapest. However, what they did not anticipate is the fact that there was his daughter, Antonia. So what ends up happening is that because of this bombing, Natasha becomes a fugitive after breaching the Sokovia um, Accords framework for the registration and deployment of enhanced individuals. Um, she ends up escaping from the U.S. Secretary, uh, Thaddeus Ross, which is played by, uh, William Hurt, Who's actually also responsible for the Super Soldier Project in the US? Now, she ends up safely fleeing over to a safe house in Norway, and that's supplied by New Yorker um, Rick Mason of Phineas, uh, the son of Phineas Mason, because New Yorkers are cool like that. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> so, we're learning about their lives uh, separately, and now we're also being introduced to Yelena's um, past, and we see, like, oh, okay, she's the other widow. What's happening? And you see that she's hunting down another woman only to learn that that woman is actually a rogue uh former black widow as they're fighting right during the moment when Yelena is delivering the finishing blow the uh the rogue black widow ends up releasing a red synthetic gas that neutralizes Yelena um and breaking her completely away from this mind controlling agent and this is how she learns what's happening with the other widows right before the last widow um dies now she ends up being given these antidote vials And she decides she's going to send them over uh, to her sister. Because she's like, she's an Avenger. And then she goes into hiding at Budapest. Now, um, when Natasha gets this, she's confused. She's concerned. Like, what does this mean? Like, oh my god. Um, And, well, I'm actually jumping ahead. So Natasha is actually driving. And she doesn't know that she has these vials on her. um, And she's kind of stuck in a moment. And like, you know, when you're in deep thought, thinking of all the wrong choices you have made and you're like, Oh, dear God. Um, that's basically what she was doing. Now, this is where the big introduction for Taskmaster actually ends, where Taskmaster begins attacking her. And Natasha makes it very clear, like, I wouldn't piss me off if I were you. So her car ends up like hanging over a little bridge or whatever. And she obviously gets up. They start to have a fight. And then that's when she learns relatively quickly that Taskmaster actually will mimic all of her movements. And it's a little bit freaky to her, so she's like, yeah, what's, what's, uh, what's going on? Now, let's take a pause real quickly. Now, I don't mind um, how they introduced Taskmaster. I get where they were going with it, but let's give a little bit of background history to Taskmaster. Taskmaster is a marvel of who is generally out for themselves. He's a Marvel character who's out for themselves. Taskmaster begins to appear in the 1980s demonstrating photographic capabilities at the cost of their long and short-term memory. That's very important. The original Taskmaster is male, right? Keep this in mind. Um whose name is Tony Masters, who is believed to be born and raised from The Bronx, the Boogie Down. Was that too much? I'm sorry. Um while watching television, Tony realizes he has the capabilities to mimic everything the person was doing extremely well. Now he ends up being psychologically evaluated and Tony began to abuse his abilities for personal gain while he was growing up. After growing um after growing up, he began to mimic superheroes and eventually created their costume with a white cowl uh, and skull. And <laughs> he has been an adversary to Captain America, Ant-Man and good old Spidey. Now, but usually Taskmaster is basically like a hired gun, usually for like criminal organizations to like uh, to train and fighting and do all kinds of things, whatever it is. He's interested in numero uno. And that's it. So he's not a good guy. He's not a bad guy. He tends to work for the bad guys. But you know. He's just got a job to do. Right? So. Now. Natasha is fighting Taskmaster. They keep that fight relatively short and simple. um, Because. Natasha now. um, Is like. In a sense has to fight. But also flee at the same time. Now. Now. The sister is looking down at her photos and she's thinking to herself how do i find yelena she ends up uh realizing that the message from Ye- yelena is coming from budapest so she ends up tracking down her sister now what i enjoyed about the two getting together is that they were truly having like a sibling rivalry like kind of fight they were trying to best to hurt each other as much as possible and i don't mean just the physical fight i mean like throwing words throwing shade that was a fight between sisters down to a d and I enjoyed it because it looks so relatively uh, realistic to me for all the people I've seen with their siblings who have like some downright dirty fights. Like y'all play dirty with your siblings like it is cold in that room. Um, <laughs> once they actually begin to cool off, uh, Yelena reveals um, to Natasha that when she has her moment talking about the uh, Antonia, she's like, uh, hey, I hate to break it to you. But General Drakov is actually uh, still very much alive and the red room is still very much active. Stupid um um <laughs> so natasha realizes like what do you mean like are you sure because like i'm pretty sure i blew him up like what do you mean <laughs> and natasha's you know having her moment and then we realize relatively quickly that the widows and taskmaster are right on her tail and they break into yelena's home and now a new chase begins um while they're uh, making a run for it they're still fighting over stupid things and even like the simple phrases of like shut up it sounded so authentic to, like, what you would say to your sibling, like, when they're making fun of you in the middle of everything. Um, <laughs> and this all goes, like, hand in hand while the entire chase is going on. And that's the part that I enjoyed the most because I kind of feel like when two siblings are determined to fight with each other, the main thing that they will do is, like, focus on the task at hand. But at the same time, while they're focusing on the task, they're still deciding, you know what? I'm still going to mock you because I think you're full of shit. And uh, one of the things that Yelena makes fun of Natasha for is being, like, a poser um because she she whips her hair up whenever she does something heroic and lands and she's like what is this what like, what is this and it's like so genuine in in the middle of them exchanging information about these different missions they and the widows right so and natasha is kind of like upset like well um if you're not really going to help me on this mission then why on earth did you send me these this photo and the vials and she's like i don't know i just assumed that because you were an avenger you would just like you know fix it and she's like, otherwise, what's the point of me sending it to you? I just do it myself. And you be like, ooh, tension. You can see that Yelena's very hurt that Natasha has not been around. Um, but she sort of treats her sister like, oh, look, you're a super like, you know, we're both the same kind of person. We both kill people, except one of us gets to be in a magazine. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> um, but towards the end of escaping as well as um, their sibling bickering, Uh, They end up deciding to meet up with Mason, who ends up supplying them with the helicopter because they realize that they're really going to go look for Dreykov. They actually have to get their dad from prison. Uh, So they get a helicopter from Mason and they're like, daddy, we're bringing you out. Mm. Um, But they're breaking him out mostly to learn about Dreykov's location, um, which ends up leading them over to Melina Vostokov, who lives outside on a small farm outside of St. Petersburg. Now, what's really funny is that the Red Guardian is my favorite part of the film. Because he is so socially awkward, it is ridiculous. Like, it is so ridiculous. He's literally the favorite part of, uh, of the film, just because I love how socially awkward he is. Now, during the prison break, um, you learn relatively quickly how much in love with himself he really is, like, as the Red Guardian, because the, the girls send him a toy of himself, and he's like, oh, like really? Like, this is me? Ah, and he's all fascinated until he realizes there's a message inside. And then he's trying to be like, overt, like, but, like, he's not really all that, like, you know, spy-like about it. You're like, what is he doing? So, as he realizes what's going on, he decides, oh, okay, they're breaking me out. And he starts to make a run for it. Which is interesting because then you realize they had no major security to stop the Red Guardian from leaving. He just sat there and just was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, um, okay. Um, He could have broken out at any time, but he didn't of course you know they're chasing after him they're in the middle of russia where there's like all the snow and uh, yelena's even looking around the chaos around them and she's like this is a good way to die i like this like you know like it has her it has her approval um so eventually of course they manage to get daddy dearest um and when they arrive at the farm that's when they realize you know mom is still alive you know and they're like oh mom where have you been Uh, (laughs) um and they're eager to get to the farm and now here's here's where red guardian's socially awkwardness kicks back in again now they're off the the helicopter and he's like hey, uh, a <clears throat> uh did did he uh, did he talk about me and natasha's like uh who are you talking about you know like did he talk about me and i'm you know as a viewer you're like what is he talking about you're just as confused as Natasha. And so finally he says, you know, like Captain America. I mean, because like he's 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 like com- comparable. I mean, but he's like not comparable. Like he's trying to compare himself to Captain America's, because in the in the comics that's really what he's supposed to be, like the Russian Captain America. And he's so full of himself. And Natasha's like, "What the hell are you asking me? Hold on a second. You abandoned me and my sister. We have yet to see you for decades, and you ask me about Captain America? And so." <laughs> He's just like, and he's so stuck in the idea. Like, I'm like, I mean, because, like, I'm cool, you know? <laughs> like, you can see it. So, when they finally meet up with their mother, Melina um, Vostokov, um, they kind of have this moment where they're like super pissed. They're like frustrated at their dysfunctional family because the last time they saw their mom, she was shot and being taken away. Um, and uh, they're just like, <laughs> the family is so ridiculous. So, the Red Guardian keeps up his socially awkwardness. So they're like all excited to see each other, but angry at the time to, uh, to see each other. You can see how dysfunctional, a, a loving dysfunctional family is on a dark side with a little bit of light humor, right? Um, and this that's kind of like where Marvel tends to be. Like, even if they're talking about something dark, it tends to be a lot lighter about it, um, which is why I tend to like the DC Comics a little bit more because obviously my soul is dark and I probably don't have one in this ice cold in my black heart. Now, uh, <laughs> but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy my Marvel. So what i enjoyed is that like at the at the the dinner moment or they're they're eating the parents just act like nothing happened they're like oh yeah i know it's been like two decades since we've seen you guys you know like oh you guys look so great like nothing like nothing is wrong with the picture and the kids are like are you fucking kidding me so shows the call for the red garden he's like he uh he's struggling to put his uniform on and you can hear the little, like you know like while he's like really struggling to get his uniform on because he's now a little too big for his uniform and he comes out the bathroom like hey it still fits um everyone looks at him like okay whatever and as they're continuing talking he's sitting at the table and he just out of nowhere just turns to the wife and goes you know i've been in prison for many years and uh I have a lot of energy, which immediately grosses out on uh, Natasha and Yelena. And they're like, Oh, no, don't, mm, no, nah, ah, don't do that at the table. Um, so they're all having a moment, and it's fun to watch a dysfunctional family and the way how they like act with each other. Yelena's upset because she's like, That means the best part of my life has always been fake, and they're like, No, it's not like it's it's there's so much darkness to it but yet they make fun of the darkness and you're like oh okay like you can't help but to enjoy it right and if you come from a dysfunctional family you enjoy this um we see next thing you know we realize that Vostokov Melina she ends up alerting a Dreykov about like you know who's at the farm and then the agents swoop in right and this is what we see as a viewer the next scene we see is the red guardian he's in the glass prison uh next to Natasha yelena is actually tied up on a table somewhere and vostokov is talking to drakov um during the conversation we actually learn that it turns out natasha convinced vostokov to help them kill drakov and they decided to use a a pair of um face mask technology in order to quote unquote switch places um and then we learn this because the red guardian is like bearing his soul and he's like telling him i'm so sorry and he's going through this whole like soliloquy moment and he thinks he's talking to Natasha, but he's actually talking to his wife. And while he's in the midst of his dramatic woes, he ends up uh, realizing what's happening when she just, like, presses the button and opens the door. And he's like, what? I I just spared my soul to you. And she's like, right, so we're just going to go now. And he's like, but wait a minute, what's happening here? Now, while this is all going on, uh, Vostokov, was actually Natasha, Dreykov actually sees through all that, right? But what she's really trying to get is information about what's going on in the red room how he's controlling the the widows and she's trying to gain a, as much information as possible uh yelena gets a chance to break away because she realizes that mom put it a, a knife in her belt so she begins to free herself and fight because now she's got to go after the widows um so now because uh drakov sees beyond natasha's disguise um she ends up like removing the disguise like whatever and he ends up calling in taskmaster uh in that's where he reveals that taskmaster is actually his daughter antonia um now this is the same antonia that obviously natasha had blew up when she was trying to kill drakov now drakov uses the excuse of like oh but i had to put the technology in her head because you blew off half her face and blah 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 and with the new technology in her head she is unable to make her own decisions much like the other widows now let's veer off a little bit now I am okay with them making Taskmaster a female. Okay, fine. You're going to change your gender? Whatever. However, the origin story that they did to change the character really changes everything because the whole point of Taskmaster is that they're copying people's abilities based on their personal ability at the risk of their long-term and short-term memory um, opposed to having technology that allows their body to do the same. And that's where I feel like they lost the ability of Taskmaster because Taskmaster is no longer a hired gun for a criminal organization um, or, you know, whether they're working for Drakov or not. They are now dependent on technology, and it changes whether a character uh, character's depth, the choices, um, because anyone now can be Taskmaster with the technology. It no longer makes their character as original as they should be, but I digress. Now, um, Drakov is, you know, confident about Natasha because Natasha... Um, tries to attack him, but she cannot. Then we see another quick flashback of where the mom warned her, going, well, you can't really attack him because uh, Dreykov actually made sure that there was a pheromone that he would always constantly uh, admit from his body that would stop any widow from actually harming him in person. So she goes, the only way to actually do it is unless you broke your own damn nose to, so you wouldn't be able to smell it. So, um, Dreykov is, like, super arrogant. He sees that she can't hurt him, and he's like, ah! <laughs> Um, and he sends Taskmaster to handle the rest of the family. And while he's doing his typical like soliloquy as a, as a villain of, oh, I can do this. I can do that. Ha, 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 um, he ends up revealing exactly how he's controlling the, um, the widows and what's going on. And he's enjoying her struggle to try to hit him. And then last minute, she breaks her own fucking nose. She breaks her nose and immediately punches him in the face. And then we flash over to see, um, that, uh, is kind of catching up to the family. And, you know, of course, Red Guardian, he's all worried about his wife, like, mm-hmm. and he's, like, talking. And as soon as, uh, Vostokov ends up seeing Taskmaster, she just takes off. And the Red guardians he's like, hey, like, we got... Dip? Dip. Like, you know, it was, like, one of those kind of moments, um... Because he didn't realize that she had, like, took off. But she ends up running, uh, the wife ends up going over to one of the facility engines. She's trying to, like, uh, destroy it. Um, she ends up, you know, doing what she needs to do, even though she was blocked at first. Um, Taskmaster eventually catches up to her, and she ends up being locked in the cell by Vostokov. Now, Yelena, at the same time, is looking for the Widows, so she can use the gas to free them mentally. Now, during her search, she ends up falling from the fence and she does the pose like her sister that she was mocking. And she's like, like she's so mad that she like did it. And she's like, ah, um, the same way, like how a sibling would be grossed out that they did something that their sibling does that they think is stupid. So then we flashback. I mean, there's a lot of quick scenes where you have to follow how everything's happening at the same time. So then we go over to how Drake uh is being his ass, getting his ass beat by Natasha. So, he ends up hitting the red button to call all the widows to come save him. So, now the widows are taking off while Yelena is trying to catch up to them. Now, at this point, when the widows show up, Natasha doesn't really want to fight them. And they don't really want to fight her, but she has to. So, off of course, he escapes. Um, Natasha's getting the crap beaten out of her. And then, finally, Yelena manages to make her way to the room. Throws a small little bomb with the antidote. Because, you know, Marvel and movies are perfect, right? So, <laughs> um, the widows stop attacking Natasha. And they begin to... Um, to run as the red room aerial facility begins to fall apart now when everyone runs natasha chooses to stay behind because she reveals that she ended up taking Dreykov's ring um, that controlled the panel for the widows and she's beginning to like kind of upload a virus and get rid of the program so she can start to free all the widows of the world and also kind of learn their locations as well now um of course this is ongoing marvel action sequence of natasha barely escaping that you know the usual stuff you know yelena um are in a position to survive and when they realize Dreykov is about to escape, um, Natasha and Yelena seem to have this continuing uh, choice of self-sacrifice. So, um, Yelena ends up jumping off because she wants to uh, destroy the uh, the aircraft um, that Dreykov is in, and we see it explode. We're like, "Poof, he's dead. We got it." And of course, then Natasha goes and sacrifices herself and jumps off so she can save her sister with the um, with the uh, with the parachute because the sister gets blown off of the aircraft. And it just seems to be, like, a fun family thing. Like, have you sacrificed yourself today? Like, I haven't. Um, We see that uh, the Red Guardian and, you know, Honey Bunny escape on a plane. And it's just all, like, a bunch of things, like, all at once, right? And it's just highly continuous. Now, after finally landing, you realize Natasha has landed because she's battling Taskmaster. um, And she ends up fighting with her again to get the mask off so she can give her one of the antidotes. And then we see Yelena and... And Tony is like, she's free, but she's also appreciative to Natasha, which I thought was interesting. And I'm like, you know, she tried to kill you, right? This, this whole thing is her fault. But OK, um, Yelena appears, you know, and then she ends up being given the last uh, antidote from Natasha. And then you realize that the other widows were actually saved and they're in the, the plane uh, with the mom and dad. Um, then we ended off with two weeks later, Mason's of supplying Natasha with uh, with the Quinjet to use in freeing the imprisoned uh, Avengers. And then we go to post-credits. Yelena is grieving after her sister uh, only to be met up with Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, who insinuates her sister's death is the fault of Clint Barton. And now she's giving uh, Yelena the assignment to kill him. Now, whew, that was a lot. Um, Personally, the film was a lot of fun. Um, The Red Guardian was my favorite just because of how socially awkward he was. But he's also like in love with himself. He loves his family, but he's more in love with himself. Um, He loves his wife just as much. He doesn't see there's a problem with dysfunction. like to him. He's like, I don't understand. This is a monday Um, I thought all of the actors did a great job demonstrating a, a, a dysfunctional family as well as like having siblings Uh, where they're having two conversations at the same time Like I low-key hate you, but you know Drakeoff is actually still alive. No, I hate you more What do you mean Drakeoff is still alive? Uh, I think you're stupid when you pose like that I don't look stupid when I pose like that. Well, where's Drakeoff then like that is like how the communication goes between the family and i thought it was really cool i also enjoyed the fact that the film seemed to focus on female empowerment without shoving it down your throat which means um uh, marvel's captain marvel could have taken a few notes from this um i can actually say that the black widow uh film reminded me a little bit of dc's wonder woman where they were you can tell that they didn't take themselves seriously they had a lot of fun with it and it put female empowerment in multiple aspects where you saw all these things that these women were going through. And I also kind of thought like low key, the film also showed like the, uh, the I guess the, the patriarchal system of like how like usually it's some, some guy like trying to control a bunch of women, which usually ends up pissing them off. Um, <laughs> I thought Scarlett did a great job embodying a character um, who cares a lot about freeing women. Um, and I think because of like the charities that she gives to and her philanthropic Uh, behavior, I think she was able to put an element of herself into Natasha Romanoff. Um, If you have not seen this film, I think you should. It's definitely a fun watch. There's no reason why you should not watch it. The only thing that I have an issue in regards to the context of the uh, film and characters is more about Taskmaster, and it's just because of that one thing. And by changing the fact that Taskmaster is dependent on technology to copy other people, it changes the aspect of the character and how they think, why they do the things that they do. It changes literally everything. Um, but other than that, I hope you guys, like, enjoyed my review. Um, and I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.